Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares. The 49ers are now coming off two straight wins after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-14 at home last night. Lindsay, would you call this another complete win by San Francisco yesterday? Yeah, I think what we've seen from the 49ers is that their recipe to success truly is complimentary football. Lots of highlights coming from the offensive side of the ball, but the defense can't say enough about their continued efforts, two takeaways, four sacks, and we'll get into all of that, I'm sure, in just a minute. (laughs) Definitely, and we'll start with the offense today and the leader of that group, quarterback Brock Purdy. He's up for the NFL's FedEx Air Player of the Week after earning a perfect 158.3 passer rating on Sunday. So he's perfect in numbers, but what did head coach Kyle Shanahan have to say about his performance against Tampa Bay? I think he just reiterated, honestly, what he's been saying about Brock Purdy throughout the entire season. He just continues to improve week after week. And even now, just jumping off the call that head coach Kyle Shanahan has after every day after the game, uh, he continues to just emphasize that, that Brock Purdy is an incredibly talented QB. The numbers certainly reflect that. And he also is just a leader in the locker room. So again, continue to be high praise. And I think it's honestly such a cool historic thing to achieve that perfect passer rating. No one has done it within the 49ers franchise since Joe Montana in 1989. So something very, very cool to achieve. Although Brock Purdy post game also said that it's great, but he certainly would like some of his passes back. Uh, He's always a very humble guy and then ended it off by saying it's just a testament to all the great talent he has around him. And it really was just a true team effort to achieve that production on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, what an honor. Yeah. What an honor, but yeah, man, at the same time, I feel like, you know, um, yeah, there's still some plays and stuff that, you know, I wish I had back. So I'm not completely content with just that, but, um, thought it was a great game with, you know, the guys around me, the, the coaching and the, the play calling all of it. So, um, That's a testament to the team, really. So, And his longest touchdown of his career came yesterday with that 76-yard pass to Brandon Ayuk. After the game, the entire team was happy to share how excited they were to see B.A. finally secure a deep touchdown. How does that support speak to the chemistry of this offense and how they all root for each other? I think you see it after every touchdown. No one is left without participating in a touchdown celebration. And We've said it so many times throughout the season. This is truly a selfless locker room. It doesn't matter who's having the big day. This team is always going to cheer for each other. They want each other to win. And yesterday, it certainly was Brandon Ayuk, top target of the day. Five catches for 156 yards and a touchdown. So plenty of good things happening on that offensive side of the ball. I mean, last like two and a half years, Brandon's only gotten better every single day. You see what he does at practice every day, training camp, OTAs, shows up just ready to roll. Um, I'm very happy for him. I mean, I always talk about my favorite thing is just seeing guys take advantage of their opportunity. It's awesome, you know, for Ayuk to get the long touchdown in the NFL this year. Nice 76, 76 yarder. Brock's arm looks great. Uh, but, you know, I'm just happy for him. He's a fantastic football player. He runs routes the right way, has the right mindset every single day. Um, so, very happy for him and very happy for the 49ers. And now, the biggest news coming out of the defense after Sunday's game was the injury concern to all pro safety, Talano Hufunga. 
Did head coach Kyle Shanahan confirm any of the news this morning? Yes, and unfortunately for Talanoa Hufunga, it appears his season is over. Head coach Kyle Shanahan confirmed that he did suffer an ACL tear in the third quarter of yesterday's game. Um, The good news is, uh, if we can glean some of that from this is that head coach Kyle Shanahan said that there was no additional damage to his meniscus. So in terms of ACL tears, it's as clean as can be. And when he talked briefly about timelines, because again, this is just the start of, you know, a fairly lengthy recovery process, barring any setbacks, Hufanga should be ready for the start of the 2024 season. Obviously something no one wanted to hear, um, Talano Hufanga had a really good start to this 2023 season, started all 10 games, 51 total tackles, two quarterback hits, three interceptions, three passes defended so far. And Kyle Shanahan was quick to say that he expected him to have another really good season. Unfortunately, this is obviously going to be cut short by that ACL tear. Got confirmed with Huff this morning. He does have a torn ACL Um they don't think there was any meniscus or anything, so it was as clean as it could be um, for just being ACL. Uh, yeah, just with the timing he did it, um, you know, he'll need a plan for training camp, but um, with the time and everything, everything goes smoothly, he should be ready for week one. So Jair Brown went into this contest with that next man up mentality when he had to step in for Teleno Hufunga. He played alongside Tashawn Gibson Sr. on the back end for the remainder of yesterday's game. What did you think of his performance for having that next man up mentality? I think the general consensus on the rookie safety was that he did an incredible job. You know, he was tasked with filling in for Hufanga midway through the quarter after he suffered that ACL tear at the time. Obviously, that wasn't confirmed. Uh, But he came up with two really big flash plays in the fourth quarter specifically. Um, And it started with the tough assignment of Mike Evans. And he was actually able to have a really big pass breakup with just under seven minutes to go. Then he followed up on the next Tampa Bay offensive series by actually intercepting quarterback Baker Mayfield in the end zone. Just two really, really big plays that helped seal the victory for the 49ers. And that really does give the team the confidence moving forward that they're going to have somebody that can step in, be that next playmaker for the 49ers as Hufanga begins his recovery process. It's, it's always next man of mentality. And, uh, my heart goes out to Huff, you know, not exactly sure what, what's going on there, but, you know, obviously they're fearing the worst for him right now, and that's obviously my, my heart and prayers go out to Huff, man. That's sickening news, but to um, to talk about the way Jair played today and being ready for his moment, can't say enough about it. You know, I mean, that's, that's huge. And even though we were up in the game, like to be down there in the red zone and make the plays that he made to help us get out of there um, speaks to the way that, He's worked, you know, and been ready for his opportunity. So there wasn't much that needed to be said. I I knew he'd be ready. And how does head coach Kyle Shanahan feel about Jair stepping in for the remainder of the season? From what we just heard on his conference call from this morning, incredibly confident. And, you know, he said kind of the same thing we heard from the players that they've continued to see Jair Brown improve at practice, you know, week after week. And one of the reasons that they decided on picking up Jair Brown at the highest possible position during the draft is because that they knew they needed some depth at the safety position because injuries, unfortunately, are just a part of the NFL season. And 
they feel good about him. And I think given what he was able to show yesterday in the second half of the game, you have to feel positive coming out of it. Now, the 49ers are just three days away for their next contest against the Seahawks in Seattle. What did the team have to share about these quick turnarounds? Yeah, you know, it's a quick turnaround. And this is the start of a very tough stretch for the 49ers because it's a Seattle sandwich starting in week 12. They'll face the Seahawks, followed up by the Philadelphia Eagles, and then they will host the Seahawks at Levi Stadium. Obviously, this is incredibly important for the division race. And something that Kyle Shanahan emphasized is that it is never easy to play Seattle. And to add to that, it is never easy to play on the road. Lumen Field is an incredibly a home to an energy energetic fan base and it gets very very loud there There there's certain disadvantages that come with that in terms of the snap count just overall atmosphere of that place it's something that players like George Kittle talk about and they love playing in those types of adverse atmospheres um, but certainly going to be a tough challenge for the 49ers coming ahead and they've already begun to turn the page on that. All right. Well, we've got a busy week ahead of us, and we'll keep the faithful updated on all the latest practice and injury updates on 49ers.com. But that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Yeah.